the Friends of a Feather podcast, episode four. In this episode, I will chat with Crystal Whitten. Crystal lives in Tampa, Florida with her husband and two young children. She is a designer and hand letterer encouraging a deeper walk with Jesus. She is the creator of the Lettering Prayer Journal, where you will hear a little bit more about. And also, she is the originator of the Letter for the Lord hashtag, where she encourages others through lettering in their walk with the Lord. In this episode, we talk about how she started hand lettering, and she shares a really personal story about how she got through a very difficult time in her life. I know you're going to love her, and you're going to be encouraged. We grew up in the same town in Tennessee, so even though she's in Florida and I'm in Tennessee, I would totally be BFF with her in real life. And Aww. she's probably like, what? Who is this crazy girl? She's like, I knew you when I was in high school, and now you're wanting to be my best friend. But oh, literally, if you follow her on Instagram, you will feel like she's your best friend. So, And she makes you feel like she's your best friend, or you're her best friend. So, um, Crystal, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for that warm introduction. That was so sweet. <laughs> well, I, um, and this is just kind of what I remember growing up in high school. And I don't even remember, when did you graduate? Um, the year, it was 2000. Okay. Okay. And I graduated in 97. So we were three, di- three years difference. That's what okay. it was. Okay. Yes. Um, and we went to the same church and just grew up in the youth group together. That's kind of what um, I remember. That sounds accurate. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then... Um, You're one of the cool older girls. Oh, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, no. Let's just look at the pictures because that was not cool. <laughs> whatever it was, it was not cool. Um, but your husband's family grew up in Tennessee, in our town, right? Yes. And did, um, did you know him in high school? I did not. Well, I okay. did not know him whenever they lived in Memphis. Okay. Um, my mom, obviously, my, my parents knew them because um, my father-in-law was on staff there and did weddings and, you know, had okay. more of a visual face. But okay. um, I didn't know. I mean, his Andy's sister, Kim, is the same age as me. And so we oh. had to have been in some of the same classes. But I don't, I don't remember um, her. Um, okay. Now, a good friend of mine that has been my best friend um, ever since I was little, does remember hanging out with Kim, Kimmy. Okay. Um, so it's kind of funny how that is, but no, we didn't know each other at all whenever they lived there. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so, and then they moved away. I was, um, the age of Andy's sister, Tara, and they moved away. I think when they were like 10 or 11, I'm thinking, I don't know. It was when we were kids and they yes. moved away. And then Andy came back to go to school, to go to college in Tennessee, so in Memphis. So then I kind of got reconnected with him, and I remember going to the ball games that he was in because he was on a scholarship for um, for baseball. Oh, how funny. And so I remember That's going, cool. yeah, I remember That's going, and then Tara came in town, and we all went, and I got to see her. And super great family, love them. So, um, so, and then you met him, and then married, and then... Yeah, have moved me to Florida. Moved to Florida. We oh moved my goodness. Me to Florida. Oh, is it just beautiful there? I bet it's awesome. It is beautiful. This oh. is our. These are our glory days right now. It's starting to get hotter and hotter, but okay. um, it is beautiful and nice. This, awesome. These are the times that we live for in Florida before absolutely, it gets absolutely before way it gets too hot. too hot. Okay, awesome. Well, I love looking at your pictures on Instagram because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm 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 there in spirit, but not really. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, okay, so I want you to tell us about, um, before we talk about your company, I want you to kind of tell me or tell us a little bit about what kind of led you in that direction. I know you became a Christian when you were eight years old as a child, and then um, there was something really specific, something that made a difference in your life when you were 31. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I sure can. Okay, well, thank you for asking about that. Yeah, I I grew up at our church in Memphis there and um, just have always been in church. I was always a, a good girl. You know, mm-hmm. I never really questioned anything or um, led any kind of rebellious life. So I was just always a really good girl. And mm-hmm. whenever I turned 31, mm-hmm. it was that summer that a friend said to me, hey, um, what do you think about doing this Bible study that our church is doing? It's a two-and-a-half-year commitment, but it's going through the Bible, and it's called the Amazing Collection. Mm-hmm. And up to that point, I had, I had this commitment phobia where I was like, no, I don't want to commit to doing a Bible study every mm-hmm. week, or I don't want to commit to, you know, serving in that capacity mm-hmm. at church, you know? Yeah. And, um, I just was afraid that I would get burnt out. I had been in the choir previously and done mm-hmm. some other things at church and I had just come, gone through a period of burnout. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but she was doing it and another friend was doing it. And I kind of thought, well, I don't want to miss out on some fun time with, you know, social time with the girls. So, yeah. I said, okay, that sounds good. I, I really probably need to be in a Bible study. Okay. And so I, I joined it, and it was it's going through the Bible book by book. So mm-hmm. you, you spend a whole week reading Genesis and doing the homework, and then the next week you do Exodus. And so it's oh, an wow. overview of the Bible. You're not, you're not going super deep, but okay. you're getting an overview of the whole story of the Bible. And so okay. keep in mind, I have been in church mm-hmm. my entire life. Mm-hmm. I got saved when I was eight, you know, mm-hmm. but it really just revealed to me how little I really knew the Bible. Mm-hmm. I was just shocked. Mm-hmm. I, I had mm-hmm. no idea mm-hmm. how the, the story all connected. And it's just this, you know, God weaves this thread from the, from Genesis to Revelation. It is one big story. Mm-hmm. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I've been in church my whole life. And, it, and wow. how have I never mm-hmm. put all this together? How has God's word never seemed really alive to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just really awakened. And I guess it was probably just because I was in the, in the word day after day, week after week. Mm-hmm. And um, just really felt like God's word became so real to me. Wow. That's awesome. God's people became so real to me. Mm-hmm. So, and then too, I think, um, I experienced some, um, spiritual warfare at the beginning of that, where I was just confronted with my own sinful nature. And that really, it wouldn't take much for me to completely fall off mm-hmm. the, you know, the cliff sure. basically and into any kind of thing. But I just really realized that, you know, I've been a good girl my whole life. I've never really done anything horribly bad. Mm-hmm. And I guess I probably in the back of my head had this idea that I, I'm not that bad of a person. It, mm-hmm. it, it didn't take that much grace to save me. You know, it's mm-hmm. horrible to say that. Mm-hmm. But I really think that I felt that way. And yeah. so just being confronted with, Hey, you're actually capable of you know, a whole lot of bad things. You know, Satan was attacking me and attacking mm-hmm. from a bunch of different angles, and you know, in my own personal mind and my life. And mm-hmm. so, um, I that just took me to my knees, you know. And I was just mm-hmm. so grateful wow. to the Lord. It was, it was just a, a whole new renewal. That's time amazing. For me. 
I went through a similar thing like that. Um, when we did, we went through the Bible and we were specifically doing the Old Testament. And I did that when I was, I guess it was a few years back. And it was amazing how much I really didn't. I mean, I grew up in the church also and like eye opening for me too. So I can totally relate to that for sure. It is amazing. And I, mm. and I so identify with the Israelite people who mm. just constantly, yes. you know, they were given so much and they were, mm-hmm. um, tasked with such a huge thing and God, God just gave them everything mm-hmm. and they just kept turning their backs on him. You know, they would go through cycles of, of turning to him and repenting mm-hmm. and then worshiping other gods and just a constant cycle. And I just, I look at them and I think, I, yeah, I think how oh, they were just so dumb. <laughs> uh-huh, right. And we are just like that. Same way. Yes, I'm the exact same way. I'm just like that. Right. Okay, so you take that from when you were 31 and going in depth with, with that study. And then how did you get from there to, to actually starting the company? Well, it's funny because you know how you can look back at, at where you've been in your life and how God has, you know, every little step kind of prepared you, you know, along mm-hmm. the way. And um, I didn't have any direction when I got to college about what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I tried out several different majors and I kind of ended up in advertising and taught myself graphic design. And mm-hmm. so when I graduated, I was working full time doing graphic design and okay. um, went freelance when I had my son. I started just doing some freelance projects and was pretty busy doing that. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the in the middle there, I, I had the desire to start a business doing custom invitations and oh. um, like announcements, baby announcements mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, wedding invitation suites and that kind of thing. So I did that for a little while. I had really no, I have no business sense at all. And so I had to not know what I was doing, <laughs> what I was getting myself into. Um, so that kind of was a word of mouth thing. And I would get people asking me here and there to do something for them, but it really turned more into a freelance, like doing logos and things for companies. Um, there are some of their branding materials and stuff like that. And so I did that for a good, I guess, three or four years. Oh, wow. And, uh, at the beginning of last year, so that would have been the beginning of 2015, mm-hmm. um, all my freelance stuff kind of dropped off all at the same time. It was really weird. I had mm-hmm. some somebody say, oh, we're, we're going to go ahead and hire somebody in-house. We're not going to use our freelancers anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody else say, oh, well, we're going to uh, move a different direction. We're not really going to need a freelancer anymore. So it was just really weird that I had all this consistent work, and then it it all just, just fell off. stopped. And so, you know, I was just kind of looking for something to, to do creatively. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've always kind of needed a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And so the hand lettering thing has been so popular Mm -hmm. now for several years. And I've Mm -hmm. always wanted to, I, I used to, when I was in high school, write out my Bible verses and lyrics to songs and tape them on the walls of my room. Oh my goodness, yeah. And I would use like Crayola markers and colored pencils and stuff, and I would try out all different kinds of handwriting styles. I love that. And I even changed my handwriting a few times when I was in high school, like try it out. I love it. That's so great. Teach myself to write different ways. Oh my goodness. And so, but when I got in college, that was a baby thing. You know, that (laughs) was enough. I needed to do all my work on the computer and bubble letters with, you know, oh colored God. pencils wasn't a grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And mm-hmm. so I quit doing it. So it was almost like just cycling it back through again. I thought, you know, oh. I'm just going to start drawing. And it just oh clicked. I wow. told my husband, 
this is it. This is it. Oh, I wanted to do embroidery and I wanted to learn how to sew and I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, and I've just dabbled at a bunch of different things, but mm-hmm. I have never been good at any one thing. You know, mm-hmm. I've just never focused all my energy mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. one thing. And so I, I said, this is it. This is the wow. thing. That's and awesome. it felt so good, you know? And so, um, well, you're super gifted at it. Let me tell you, it is an art because I did buy your lettering prayer journal and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get all up in this and I'm going to be <laughs> draw- drawing stuff and I'm going to be hanging it in my house and framing it. And oh, nah, 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 nah. It's in my prayer journal, but that's, that's oh. where it ends. But after that, I'm like, this is huge. This is an art and it takes practice, practice, and you have to just have that God-given ability. I really, I feel that way. So I love to see that you are just like, it's just like, I can watch your videos on Instagram of you drawing out a verse or scripture or something and I will just be mesmerized. I'll listen to, I'll watch it like 10 times in a row. I'm like, <laughs> I have to see this. This is amazing. So okay, um, I love to watch other people's videos too. So yeah. I look at people on Instagram uh-huh. who are further along in their abilities than me and I'm like, oh my goodness, how do they do that? You know, so it is so fun. Well, you're definitely gifted at it for sure. And I love your theme. I love the theme that you have. Hashtag letter for the Lord. And recently, I saw on Instagram that you hit a thousand people. Is that right? The hashtag hit, um, I think, eleven hundred uh, images uh, on that hashtag. So okay. Other people have started using it, uh, which has really been cool. That's so, huge because that's what came from. I mean, that's what you you created. I started it. I mean, uh, and I and I just know God gave me that because when I first started doing because when I first decided to turn it into a business Mm -hmm. some of my friends encouraged me to do this Mm -hmm. and I was like okay well we'll just see I mean my last business kind of failed you know (laughs) so we'll see if I've learned anything since then and um and I just started doing the letter for the Lord because that is the purpose I just feel like I just want to make much of him and um constantly point people to to him because I've always been a little shy about Mm -hmm. sharing my faith and I Mm -hmm. and I now know that there's absolutely no reason to be shy I owe him everything well and I love that that's what your company is all about I mean it's letter for the Lord it's and what is your you have like a theme and and it's it says something where we put the pages of the Lord uh, the words of the Lord around our house what is it that you say yeah, it's um it's paper your walls with God's word oh, love that I totally butchered that sorry oh, oh, <laughs> but that's that, okay. you sounded much more eloquent than I did but I, the thought was there God's but um, there's a verse in Deuteronomy that says um um, Moses is God speaking to the people through Moses. And he says, lay, lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. And he talks about like even writing it on your arm, your mm-hmm. forehead. So, and, and as you, um, are walking down the road with your children, yes. you talk about it with them. And so it just gives this idea of, of saturating yourself mm. with God's word so that, mm. you know, you yourself will have it in your, in your heart and in your mind. And mm. then you you pass it on to your children so that they too grow up knowing how important it is. And so that's where the paper of walls with God's word came from. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, at the end, we'll tell everybody where to find you on social media, but I wanted to talk about one more part of your life that is probably a hard thing to talk about. Uh, six years ago that you lost your mom. Um, she struggled with cancer. And how in the world did you get through such a really, just uh, just a difficult time that it's just, how do you get through that? 
it was um, life-changing, obviously, mm. you know. Um, my mother and I had a, a great relationship. I'm so grateful that um, that I knew where I stood with her mm. and that we were close. And I've, I've been married now for 13 years, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I've had a little bit of time. I had a little bit of time with her in my adult years of mm. being, being friends. Mm. Um, That's and great. And so that... I'm, I'm so grateful for, but I was pregnant with my son Pierce, mm-hmm. um, and he would have been her first grandchild. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, she got re- a recurrence of breast cancer. And mm-hmm. so she, um, struggled with that and fought with that for about a year and a half. And then she passed away and I was about three weeks from my due date. Oh, and so I just remember that whole, that, that year, um, prior to that. And then when I got pregnant, just feeling so desperate, you know, Mm. just, Oh Lord, please. And and we were really in denial too. Um, none of the doctors or nurses really gave us a realistic picture, you know, and Uh and I understand now too, why they, they don't want to take away your hope, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. that we were just in complete denial. And, you know, I just was trying to encourage her about, you know, being able to see Pierce when he was born and I would, mm. you know, I knew obviously at that point she wasn't going to be able to come mm. be there for the birth, but that, you know, we would jump on a plane as soon as possible and, mm. and come and it was, a, it was a tough time. And, um, I prayed like I had never prayed before, mm. you know, and, uh, I just, I'll never forget my, one of my grandmothers called and said, you gotta come back in the hospital and you know, it just doesn't look good and you need to come. And so I hopped on a plane. I was, you know, eight and a half months pregnant and went to Memphis and, uh, was there with her for her last day. And then, um, she passed. I remember telling her and she wasn't responsive at the time. We, um, we just sang over her and prayed over her, and, mm. but didn't really have any conversation or anything. And mm. I remember saying, I'll see you in the morning. I told her good night. And my dad came and woke me up that next morning around mm. seven o'clock in the morning and said that she was gone and she had wow. passed. And, wow. you know, mm. I, I grieved over that because I felt like I didn't have a chance to say goodbye to her mm-hmm. that I, you know, just didn't, that, 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 that day before was full of visitors who were loving on her and loving on us. And mm-hmm. we didn't really have any private time alone with her. And that was something that I regretted. And my father-in-law um, did a little, little blessing at her funeral. And he said to me, you know what? We, because we're believers, we don't have to tell them goodbye. Mm-hmm. We just tell them good night. It's exactly what you did. You told mm-hmm. her good night and you see her in the morning Absolutely. and you still will. Wow. You still will morning. So that was such a blessing wow. with that perspective for me. Absolutely. And good closure for that. Cause yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Well, but definitely in the, in the days following and you know, a little bit leading up to that too. I, I just, you know, you, when you're getting ready for your first baby, especially you prepare their, their nursery. And mm-hmm. I used to just sit in there and look at his crib and pray for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, just there was one night in particular, I remember Andy, my husband coming in and finding me on the floor, just like face down on the floor, mm-hmm. praying and crying, you know, for my mom. Just we, we mm-hmm. wanted so badly for God to deliver her from the sickness, heal her here mm-hmm. on earth so mm-hmm. that we could enjoy her. Right. And uh, that just wasn't his plan. And mm-hmm. not too long ago, my father-in-law preached on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the fiery furnace and how Nebuchadnezzar told them that if they would not 
bow down and worship the golden image, that he would throw them in the fire. And they said, our God can deliver us. Um, but even if he doesn't, mm. we will not bow down to the image. Even um, if he doesn't. The golden mm. image. And even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, my father-in-law was preaching and he said, um, you know, God is able, but he is not obligated. You know, we can pray mm. and we can ask him and he hears us, but but he's not obligated to answer the way we want him to. Mm. And that just really. What a good like word. A it Absolutely. was so good. I, I went through some years for sure of feeling um, where I feel like I carried my mother's death on my shoulders and it became mm. a huge part of my identity. I feel like the Lord has kind of freed me from that a mm. lot in the last few years since I've been, since I've done this amazing collection Bible study and since I've been in God's word and, mm. and realizing that my, my identity in Christ is in him and him being all sufficient for me, that he is he is truly everything I need, and I can say now that he is my treasure, you know, mm. where at that time I certainly couldn't say that. I read on your Instagram page a few months, well, it was in April, it was a few weeks ago, and you said, your response to life's heartaches and horrors will tell you what you believe. You'll either dig your heels in and declares God, declare God's love and goodness through your tears, or you'll curse him and deny his faithfulness. And then also you said, I have laid on my floor and wept, like you were t- telling us, over a deep loss, completely at the end of myself. And it was Jesus who picked me up and gave me the hope to get to keep going. Thank you for telling me your story about your mom. I, I, I did not know it specifically like that. So I appreciate you sharing that. You're welcome. I love how raw and transparent you are in that and in sharing your story on Instagram with your followers. And that's what I just love. Um, Thank you. I feel like there's enough fake stuff out there on Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. you see all the beautiful on social media and you mm-hmm. just see all the beautiful mm-hmm. things that people pick and choose to put on there, you know. And of mm-hmm. course, I love beautiful images, but I feel right. like truly the heart of the story is whenever we can be transparent and vulnerable with each other. And that's mm-hmm. how we can really, you know, connect with each other and, and mm-hmm. learn from our own struggles because nobody's got it all together. Nobody's got a perfect life, you know. Right, right. So there are a few um, last questions that I ask all my guests, and they're really like lighthearted, short answer questions. So we just talked about how we are, um, you know, kind of, we don't want to always put the perfect picture out there on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, social media. Um, how are you keeping it real this week? How and I'm going to answer this too. So. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about mounds of laundry on the floor uh, um, yes. and in baskets that have yet to be folded and have yet to be put away. Yeah. And I just keep looking at them and walking mm-hmm. by them. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm about that. And, and it's sometimes it gets dumped in the laundry room, but sometimes it doesn't. And it's just a, the, the laundry basket's just sitting there. So yeah, yeah, I'm totally. <laughs> and I'm, we're, and we're going and we're picking out our clothes out of the laundry basket. Oh yeah. And we making it into our drawer. So we're just, oh, you know, yeah. getting oh, yeah. clothes out of the chair. Oh yeah. Or still on the couch. I still have some on the back of my chair right now. So hey, I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. So what is your favorite snack you're having right now? Um, I'm mm. a cookie dough person. Mm. I will go grab a, a spoon of cookie dough. Okay. And I know that that's probably got all kinds of uh, things that are mm. good about it, but, it's um, good. that's it's my, good. that's my go-to okay. snack. 
Okay, raw cookie dough or just cookie? Yeah. Ew, I love it. Cookie dough. That is awesome. Yum, yum. Sounds good. I need a cookie right now. Um, Okay, what's a book you're reading right now? What's something that's a favorite book Um, or just a book that you're reading? I'm in between. I'm a huge reader. I love to read. Um, Right now, I just finished a book called With. it's the preposition with W I T H. I used to read a ton of fiction and I mm. have had to stop because of my, I don't have time anymore, right. but I have been trying to read spiritual related books. And this one was, was a really good one. Okay. And it's, what is it like the premise of it? Like what's um, it about? It talks about the four different ways that people relate to God mm. and how, why they're wrong and why they are turning a generation against church. If you don't, if it's not based on life with God, like truly abiding in a deep relationship with God, uh-huh. that ultimately you're using these different ways, using him to give you things that you want. You know, you're okay. going to live your life a certain way so that he will bless you and give you, you know, blessings. Okay. And, I have not okay. heard of that. So it is very good. I did a lot of underlining and highlighting and, okay. um, yeah. Awesome. So. Well, I'm reading a book, a new book called Looking for Lovely by Annie F. Downs. Um, she's a blogger. She lives in Nashville. And oh my goodness, I love it. It's so good. It's talking about collecting moments that matter, whether it's in nature or in friendships or even in yourself. So I really like it. But anyway. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading that. And um, so I'm excited about that. I just started that. So anyway. Okay. So what can people expect next? from crystalwitten.com. Um, okay, so I um, am relaunching my prayer journal mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. Yay. I've been working super hard on um, redesigning it, listening to some feedback, and making it all around better. Um, when I did it last fall, it was a project that God just really gave me and uh, was super, super um, inspired by Him. And... Um, so I'm, I wanted it to be a hardback book. I wanted mm-hmm. it to have some other elements to it. And so I've just basically taken it off my website and mm-hmm. uh, it's been sold out for a few months so I thought I could mm-hmm. work on it mm-hmm. and it's going to be ready hopefully in the middle of June. Ooh, that's awesome. So, I'm like, I want to get yeah. mine like for next year because I just started mine in January. I'm like, I need it for next year. I need to go ahead and get it because <laughs> I love it. So, so much. It is like the best. It's, it's, it's so great. Well, um, I did it the last time I put it together in a, in a week. It was, <gasps> what? It gave me this idea. I asked some people on Instagram if they thought that they would be interested in it. They said, mm-hmm. yes, it, way more people mm-hmm. said yes than I thought that they, they oh. would. Oh, and yeah. so I thought, well, okay, let me just do this and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so I did mm-hmm. it really fast and just sold out several times. You did so I, that's awesome. Okay. Well, I, I want to do this better. You know, I did it, and now I can see that there's a market for it, and I'm mm-hmm. so, so grateful for everybody who's who invested in it and, and mm-hmm. supported me with that first time mm-hmm. because it gave me the confidence to see that, okay, God is going to use this. You know? Absolutely. So, anyway, I'm excited. We'll see it's, what the future holds. It's great. Well, the one that she's talking about that I have is the one you put it together in a week. Is that what you said? You I put it together in a week. I wrote it in a week. Seriously. Oh, my word. The front, okay, I'm going to tell everybody what it has because this is just amazing. I'm just saying. And the one that you're doing now will probably have some of some of this, um, if not more features. But in the front, she has sample alphabets, two different sample alphabets. She has embellishments that you can just, 
like I look back at it and when I'm writing out a verse, she has a verse on each, um, each, each week has a two page like fold out. So you open it up and it's for the week and it has the date and it has your prayer goal, which I love that. That is awesome. And it has a verse like this week's verse is the, well, this week's verse that I'm on. <laughs> you might, everybody might be on a different week, but mine is the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. And you have a spot where you can letter right there. And it feels like you're like so professional. I'm like, I love that. I feel like I'm a letterer, even though I'm not. But I do oh, it for me, cool. you know, like I love it. And then you can see that and you meditate on that. And I try to do mine either Monday or Tuesday. I draw in it, write in it so that the whole week I'm looking at it. And every time I'm going to my prayer journal, I'm seeing it. And I might take my time with some. And sometimes I'll just, you know, go ahead and just write it. Um, but it has a section for praise and repentance. And anyway, it has all these different things that you can write on and then, um, it's got 52. I mean, it's for a whole year, right? Yeah, I mean, is, this it is, is. And, it, and there's no failure if you feel like, Oh, I didn't get to, you know, this mm -hmm. week was crazy. And, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. I can't stand to have blanks, you know, if mm -hmm. I have blank spaces, I just feel like a complete failure that I didn't mm -hmm. do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but there's no, you can't get behind because it's not dated. So you can just do it at your own pace. And mm -hmm. obviously the, the purpose of it is that it would develop the spiritual discipline of prayer mm -hmm. in your life and a pattern mm -hmm. of, um, meditating on God's word and understanding what the promises are so that we can claim those promises for our life. And, um, it. anyway, it's, it's, it's uh, such great. a cool premise and I can't, I feel like I, I can talk about how awesome it is because God gave it to me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't really come up with any of this on my own. So. Right. That's what's so cool. And I love that you share with others, like, tips and secrets. Some people might be really closed off to that. I mean, like, no, they're going to start doing their own. Well, no. Yeah. That didn't happen to me, but <laughs> you know, I, I love that you just, you put alphabets in there and you're like, this is what you do. This is how a, a tip. And I'm like, yeah. And then you put on which pen to use. I ordered the pen. I was like, Jim, oh, I need to order these pen. I need to order a Tombow right now off of Amazon right now. And he's like, okay. And he ordered it was like five bucks. I was like, these cool Japanese pens. Yes, I know. And I was like, oh, this makes it even, it makes my mess look even prettier. I love this, you know, so, and your desire is for people to grow closer to the, to the Lord. And I love yeah. that. That's, that's what it's all about. So Definitely love making your time with God, with his word, a, a fun thing, you know, so yes. enjoy it and delight in it. Yes. I and I love that. Okay. Be. So the prayer journal is coming out in middle of June, probably. Yes. And then what else do you have on your website? What do you else, what else do you offer? I have right now just prints that I've created that um, are all scripture prints okay. um, so that you can put together your own scripture wall or put mm -hmm. it around your house, paper your walls with God's word. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll see, we'll see what the future has. I, okay. I hold, I've got some other ideas. Once I get the prayer journal relaunched, awesome. I uh, would love to do maybe a children's version <gasps> or um, <gasps> a yearly calendar or some other things like oh, that. So goodness. we'll see. Uh, I've got a bunch it. of ideas and mm -hmm. we're just going to, Take them one at a time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so how can people find you on social media? Okay, on Instagram, I am at Crystal Witten. It's K R Y S T A L W H I T T E N. Okay. And um, on Facebook, I am Crystal Letters. It's facebook.com slash Crystal Letters because it wouldn't mm -hmm. let me change that to my name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Or you can search Crystal Witten, too, and it will pop up there. And then okay. my website is crystalwitten.com. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And I'm 
thinking about jumping on Periscope. Um, <gasps> I'm soon <gasps> to do a little Bible journaling. Okay, stop right now. So. Stop right now. You are now my BFFAE, <laughs> best friends forever and ever. Because let me tell you, I'm addicted to the Periscope. Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. You got to do Very it. Good. Oh, it's so fun because it's just it's live I'm now. A doing it no 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 you need to I will watch you you tell me I will watch you because I mm, I'm obsessed anyway no it's great because I think people like that they can see you and see you interact oh that would be awesome okay I gotta calm down (laughs) but yeah it's great I love it um anyway oh that would be so fun yeah all right I'm gonna be watching because if you do it I will I will be your number one listener watcher whatever I'll interact with you anyway Okay, well, good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited for your, about your story, about your company, and I think a lot of people are going to be blessed by it, and um, and you have blessed my heart tonight, so I appreciate you Thank talking so to me. Absolutely. And tell your family, um, I was going to say, your father-in-law and their family, tell them I said hello. I follow oh, them on, on, on social media, so I get to see them um, you know, and oh, I follow your church, <laughs> which is like, who else follows another church that you don't go to? That would be me because <laughs> I love your father-in-law so much. Um, <laughs> He's a great so pastor. I will tell him, he'll get a kick out of that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just a weird, you know, Instagram person. So anyway, thanks so much, Crystal. So and I oh, will. And thank you so much for asking. As, absolutely. I had a ball. And so it's great to talk to you. Oh my goodness, was Crystal not the sweetest thing ever? I really enjoyed talking with her, and I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation. Don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at Friends of a Feather Podcast, and also on Facebook at the Friends of a Feather page. So, hope you check those out, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys.